Hello and welcome to Pandemic Podcast, a podcast from Deccan Herald focusing on COVID-19 and the news around it. I'm Dhanyata Impovaya hosting the podcast today. Today is the 35th day of the lockdown in the country and this is our 23rd episode. Today we focus on the withdrawal of rapid antibody test kits from ICMR and on someone who helps disabled people in distress. At the time of recording this at 7 a.m. on April 28 Tuesday according to the data maintained by Deccan Herald, India has recorded more than 29,300 COVID-19 cases with more than 1,400 new cases detected yesterday. At least 930 people have lost their lives due to COVID-19. According to John Hopkins Corona Resource Center, globally India is now in the top 15th position. Maharashtra registered 552 new cases yesterday to reach more than 8600 total infections. The total cases in Gujarat have crossed 3500 while Delhi now has more than 3100 cases as on Sunday. Surprisingly, Telangana registered only 2 new cases yesterday after entering the 1000 cases club. The Indian Council of Medical Research issued an advisory to states to stop using rapid antibody test kits brought from two Chinese companies and return the kits. This step was taken after a field validation of the kit showed wide variation in the results. After this, the state of Tamil Nadu, which had placed orders for 50,000 test kits, said it was returning the first set of 24,000 kits. The political party DMK targeted the Tamil Nadu government for buying the kits at inflated prices. Meanwhile, in Delhi, The Congress party twinged guns at the central government over the same reason. It all started following a legal battle in a court between an importer and a distributor which revealed massive profiteering to the tune of 145% over the landed cost of the kits brought from Chinese companies. My colleague Varsha Gaura speaks to Sagar Kulkarni to bring you more about this. Hi, I'm Varsha and with me today is Sagar Kulkarni, TH correspondent from Delhi. Welcome Sagar. Thank you. Welcome. What is the confusion about rapid antibody test kits? Why did ICMR ask states to stop testing and return the kit? See, rapid antibody tests were believed to be a panacea for mass testing by some states. A gray area about them was that the claims about efficacy of the kits were made by the manufacturers and not validated by independent experts. So under pressure from state governments the ICMR ordered the rapid antibody test kits that are also called as serological test kits mm. about 5 lakh of them from the two chinese companies however the ICMR issued clear guidelines to the states that the tests were to be used only for surveillance in hotspot areas and not for diagnostic purposes this was because the antibody tests detects the antibodies that our immune system generates to fight the infection and not the dna of the virus which is detected by the rt pcr test which are considered as gold standards tests by the health authorities so when the state governments used these rapid uh, kits that deliver result in say 30 30 minutes as against uh, a minimum of 6 hours taken by the rt pcr there was a wide variation in the results so this issue was brought to the notice of uh, icmr which initially suspended the use of kits for 2 days and uh, in the meantime the icmr experts did field validation of the test kits 
and they found the uh, claims made by states to be true so they have stopped using these antibody test kits for now so how many tests were already conducted uh, the numbers could run into few hundreds we don't have the numbers exact numbers yet chatisgarh uh, health minister uh, claimed that uh, he, he had done about 392 rapid antibody tests and rajasthan had conducted about 168 and most of them showed varied results in terms of percentage if you say it varied from 5% to 71% so that's a huge variation which actually prompted the icmr to pull the plug on the rapid test so what is the impact of this decision won't testing in india be hit because of this see these uh, tests were basically used for surveillance purposes and not to diagnose the infection so the surveillance operations in hotspot areas will definitely take a bit longer because now the icmr and health authorities will have to rely on the rt pcr tests which take a little bit longer than the rapid antibody tests also were these kits sold at a higher price than usual these kits uh, uh, see there are globally there is limited availability of uh, these kits now because these are new uh, tests okay so there is no uh, markup price or no fixed price so you have to buy at uh, at the price that uh, the manufacturer is offering and the usual bidding process also doesn't function in this circumstances because these are this is an extraordinary situation there was a controversy about the purchase of the kits because the importer of the kits bought it at a fairly low price and uh, was selling the uh, it to the government at 145% higher cost so for example the test kits they purchased were for about rupees 245 per kit and they sold it to the government at 600 rupees per kit so that was a fairly high difference so this and also because the test kits turned out to be faulty the government is now planning to return it and the government has also not made any payments to the importers so that there lies the case what is the situation with other medical supplies like personal protective equipment etc when the uh, covid-19 outbreak started growing spreading across india we definitely had a shortage of ppe kits in march india had no domestic manufacturers of ppe kits and we used to rely only on imports and uh, since the outbreak of uh, covid-19 was global and there was a huge demand for ppe kits from across the world so uh, hospitals across the world faced shortages and so we did in india so the, the government used this opportunity to encourage domestic production of ppe kits there are shortages definitely so this this has also prompted the government to issue guidelines on the use of ppe kits who you uh, needs to use the ppe kits all and sundry need not uh, use the ppe kits uh, say for example a person uh, attending in the wards and who is not in direct contact with covid patient patients need not wear ppe kits n95 mask and gloves would suffice these guidelines were issued so that uh, the available uh, ppe kits could be used rationally in the meantime domestic manufacturers have also uh, stepped in and uh, got their the locally made ppe kits approved from uh, the the labs and uh, we have also ramped up 
domestic production so in march when india ha- didn't have any domestic manufacturers of ppe kits today we have about 106 manufacturers with the capacity to produce 1 lakh ppe kits per day and also imports continue to happen so we are fairly well off thank you for joining us on pandemic podcast sagar stay safe thank you are we headed for another extension of lockdown even as the may 3rd deadline until which the lockdown was earlier extended to is coming to an end prime minister narendra modi held a video conference with chief ministers of some states to discuss an exit plan for the lockdown four chief ministers spoke in favor of extending the lockdown at least 11 states have batted for an extension odisha chief minister navin patnaik sought an extension for one more month Kerala now wants a partial lockdown till May 15th while West Bengal is in favor of extending the lockdown till May 21st Telangana has already extended the lockdown till May 7th the prime minister is expected to make a formal announcement of the decision to extend the lockdown on Saturday or Sunday There are many who defy their own comfort zones to help others George Abraham is one of them he has set up a group to help people with disabilities stranded across the country Let's hear my colleague El Subramani while he talks to George Abraham to understand more about his work. At the time of lockdown is people with disability and many of them are trapped in hostels and are out of reach of any help. New Delhi based Score Foundation runs Iway help desk. It has put out its helpline which if people contact it tries to give them rush them with any help they need george abraham the ceo of uh, score foundation is with us from delhi george how many people have you managed to help so far and how does it work yeah so to answer your first question uh, this uh, number is uh, growing all the time uh, when i counted last it would have been close to 160 or so the number of people that we have managed to kind of uh, help uh, score foundation was running a helpline and has been running a helpline since 2006 for the people who are blind and visually impaired and uh, when the uh, corona virus uh, pandemic kind of swept the country and the lockdown was announced on the 22nd of uh, march we kind of figured out that the playing arena has changed and uh, the primary the, the basic need or the basic focus needs to be on reaching out and helping uh, disabled people who are impacted by the corona virus not by the virus but by the lockdown and uh, iway is a project which uh, the 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 help desk is kind of run we launched it in delhi at score foundation but given the diversity of our country and the size of our country we started partnering with different organizations in different cities of india so we have partners in karnataka kerala maharashtra gujarat uh, punjab jammu and kashmir and from delhi uh, we kind of uh, take care of the northern states the hindi belt so uh, we have counselors who sit in each of these uh, uh, offices who kind of take these calls we have a toll free number 18005320469 so anywhere in india person calls the call will be routed uh, to the nearest um, uh, uh, counselor depending on the caller circle so anybody from karnataka when they call the calls will be answered in bangalore anybody who calls from maharashtra the calls will be answered in bombay and so on and so forth 
anybody who calls from the hindi belt the calls will be answered in delhi now given the magnitude and the volume of uh, the calls during this pandemic we have also invited volunteers to join our uh, counseling team so we have counselors who we have added in rajasthan additional counselors in delhi and uh, we are looking forward to adding uh, counselors in calcutta and uh, calcutta orissa and uh, tamil nadu as we go along and maybe even andhra pradesh and telangana uh, basically to be able to talk to callers in the language of those states so what we do uh, subramani is that uh, we receive calls from people who need help and we endeavor to connect them with organizations and people and government departments who are in the business of helping people who are kind of standard and who need help uh, the bulk of the callers uh, are kind of standard and they need ration you know disabled people uh, because of the lockdown they are kind of standard either in their homes or in their hostels or wherever they are staying and uh, uh, they are unable to kind of move out on their own uh, caregivers find it diff- meaning it's, it's uh, many most of them don't uh, have access to caregivers of course the government has uh, made a provision of e passes for caregivers to actually go to, uh, to 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 the people with disability but there are still many disabled people who are on their own so they have a challenge in getting out and going out to the market that is one getting getting ration is one the other one is uh, getting uh, medicines and uh, you know if they have an health issue uh, then you know getting medication is an issue Uh, and the third thing is that many of them are short of money uh, so rations healthcare there's medications and um, finance these are the three uh, major reasons why people are calling for help how do you manage the last bit of it which is the the finance bit uh well uh, uh, the government in each state has uh, has has kind of uh, put out a pension for uh, people with disability there is a pension disability pension and uh, in the lockdown period the government has kind of uh, declared an, uh, an additional pension of 1000 rupees over 3 months which is i think 333 rupees a month but the thing is that the uh, the number of people are so large and uh, many people have found it difficult to access this uh, uh, this finance and uh, the cases that we've got most of them were from delhi and we kind of uh, passed on those queries to the state commissioner for persons with disability to deal with the situation and when right. callers call from other states that's what we say you please either call the state commissioner for persons with disability or the welfare officer state welfare officer and uh, uh, try and get the uh, money out from there from your experience uh, what uh, how is the level of response uh, from the government side especially because uh even on a normal day you know getting a disability pension is uh, is a is a bit of a a challenge for uh, uh, uh someone who who has to sort of run from pillar to post yeah uh, i think the uh, disability pension is not the uh, major issue uh, during this lockdown uh, crisis it i would i would put it uh, put, uh, put, uh, give a bigger picture which is uh, finance and in many states the disability uh, pension is a very meager amount so i don't think it's very consequential but i think the uh, i would give credit to the government in the sense that in a very short time they have actually put out emergency helplines they have activated uh, the district magistrates to kind of uh, respond to calls 
their offices are quite active and in many of the states uh, the, uh, the 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 government has been uh, responding very efficiently given the size of our country given our numbers and so on i think the government has done a reasonable job though there would be many people who would not be satisfied with what has happened because they have they feel that they have not been able to reach out but how do you advertise this uh, service through your helpline um, i mean is it uh, reaching reaching sufficient number of people um i would say that uh, that is a major challenge uh, the challenge uh, is to kind of promote the toll free number right now we have actually put the number into social media we have put the number into various whatsapp groups we have actually written to the government asking them if they could actually promote the number on uh, the community radios across the country second challenge is to know and uh, and to have a kind of uh, have the information on where are the resources like for instance somebody from uh, district in uh, maharashtra calls now a person sitting in mumbai or delhi will not actually be able to help that person we need to be able to find people and uh, the authority in at a very that, local level at the local level to help so we are we have got a couple of people who are kind of 24/7 working on putting that data together and we have also put together a bunch of volunteers interestingly most of these volunteers are visually impaired and uh, we have kind of created a, a whatsapp group so each time there is a query which comes in where we don't have a ready answer we put it on the whatsapp group and then the volunteers on the whatsapp group gets to work and we find that within 24 hours somebody or the other says that okay i know this organization in sones or district who are prepared to provide rations for a particular guy so so far so good but uh, we are continuing to a collect information about where the organizations are who are helping uh, b we are also looking at volunteers coming in from us states okay so before we close i would like you to once again repeat the helpline number uh, which people can get in touch with yeah the helpline number is 18005320469 and uh, please remember that uh, this helpline would be active between 10 and 5:30 every day monday through friday and uh, if the calls are not picked up then we will call you back because we 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 have the missed call data george thank you very much and uh, stay safe and good luck thank you very much that's it in today's episode if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe to this podcast do rate and review us on apple podcast follow us on apple podcast google podcast spotify and many of your other favorite platforms do share this podcast with your friends family and on social media for the latest updates on covid-19 and other news log on to www.deckenherald.com follow our social media handles on twitter facebook instagram and youtube Check out our e-paper at www.deckenheraldepaper.com. To be updated on the go, follow our Telegram channel t.me/deckenheraldnews for instant updates. Take care, stay safe, and stay indoors.